Uh-huh. I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You're listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Man, if, 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 if I had time enough to tell the whole trip, the whole journey, man, y'all would be sitting up in there going, okay, Steve, are we going to play the show this week? But, man, it's been a, a, a lot of amazing things has, has uh, happened to me over the years. Um, and and not all of them good. It's been some amazingly bad things that have happened too. But I just come on in the morning as a reminder to everybody of 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 the actual goodness of God. That you know, man, that these mistakes that you're making, that these setbacks that you keep having, that these falls that keep occurring in your life that they all are leading you somewhere if you just don't ever give up. That's the key. You can never, ever give up because you don't know how the trip has been laid out for you. You know, if somebody had told me years ago when I had the dream of being on TV and then I thought about being a, one, of, uh, one of the best comedians I could be, you know, when, when, I, when I started, if somebody had told me Everything that was going to have to happen in order for me to get there, I would have changed it. I would have. I would have said, okay, well, I ain't going to be that. How about this? See, and, and no one can know all of the events of their life ahead of time. You know, it would be so nice, wouldn't it, you know, to prepare for it, see it coming, be aware of the haters, Always knowing when the backstabbing moment is coming in your life. 
always knowing when you're going to get blindsided by the enemy. It would be really great to know that, wouldn't it? Well, that's not how it works. So, since no one knows exactly the challenges and the pitfalls and the detours that's going to beset them, it's, it's, it's imperative that you just don't give up. Because, see, knowing these things, we as human beings, by nature, would choose another route. But it ain't the route God got for you, though. See, the route God got for you, if, you, if you're trying to do the right thing, if you're doing the best you can, if you ain't out here just intentionally just messing over folks, if you're using faith, and that's the belief in things that you cannot see, if you have something on the inside of you to keep saying there's got to be more to life than that, then that's, that's you. You, my friend, have a great chance here. And if you've ever had that feeling and gave up on it, just get it back. Just ask for it back. Just say, hey, man, I'm getting back to the way I used to be. Because there's a change that's available in your life, but you got to take it. You got to take a shot at it, folks. There's a chance for you to get it right, but you got to take a shot at it, folks. There's a chance for you to turn this whole thing around with God's help, but you got to take a shot at it. You. See, this decision is yours. The decision to lay down and give up, that's yours. It ain't it just got too hard for me, life too much. Man, life hard and too much for everybody. What I got to get you to see, my father used to always tell me, he said, son, best lessons in life, the one you'll value and learn the most is a bought lesson. I didn't quite understand that being young, but I sure got it now. Ain't no lesson like a bought lesson, the one you pay for. Those are the ones that hold to you, that stick to you, that that, that start turning you into who you're going to be. Those are the character builders. See, um, you got to be forged to get to where you want to go in life. See, that's what the challenges and missteps is for. That's what the failing is about. Now, I know you don't like it. I didn't. I know you're not comfortable with it. I wouldn't. I know you wish it was over sooner than later. I always do. I always want it to be over sooner than later because the later, man, it just seems like it's so much I got to go through. But let me tell you something, man. If you can if you can forge your way through it and understand that you are forged in life. I don't know. I was on TBN one time when I was doing one of my motivational uh, speeches and I began to wonder about this experience I had at Ford Motor Company and, um, my last job after the auto industry started going down, my last job was in the foundry. And my job was to stand at the end almost where the uh, engines first come out of the furnace. See, the engines are poured into a mold, it's hot, melted down metal, whatever they call it, lava, whatever. They pour it into a mold, and it goes into this furnace that's extremely hot. And my job was... After the heat was applied to the engine block, it would come through and it it would go through a hardening stage. But the way it was hardening, they would cool it suddenly. They would flush it with water. It would just blast water on it. But the fire and the high temperature is what made the engine block solidify. Because it's got to get real hot, get melted down first. Then it's got to get poured into a mold. Then it's got to be pressure 
hit with water and all of this. And then it and it's real hot now. It's still hot, even though there's water been shot up. But when it comes out the end of the side, there's a lot of flashing in it. The flashing is metal from that to drip through the cast uh, molding on it, just like flecks of extra pieces of metal. My job was to hit this engine block in the front with this huge, heavy rubber mallet, knock all the flashing off the front, and when it came around back, to bam, hit it real hard again on the backside. And that became the core of what the car is. A car without a great engine is nothing. It's just a pretty-looking vehicle over there. But if it can't do what it was made to do because the engine blocked and cracked. So you can have a car look real good, but if it freezes, an engine block crack, you, your car, you could, it's, it's over, man. You got to get a new block. The block is the core. But in order for, you, for the car to do what it's got to do, it's got to have a strong engine in it. In order for the engine to be strong, it's got to be forged in steel, come through fire, get poured in a mold, cooled off, heated, knocked around, beat on the front end, beat on the back end in order for it to be what it's going to be. The moral of the story, folks, is you got to get forged in fire to be what you're going to be. You got to get beat up. You got to get pressure washed. You got to have heat on you. You got to get melted down. You got to get poured into a mold. That's how you become who you are. So the tough things that you're going through, the difficult challenges and the setbacks. I know a brother who went to prison, man, and and the whole reason he ended up going to prison because he was looking out the window, looking out in the yard at him working out. And then the next thing you know, man, this brother decided that he was going to go out there and work out. Well, guess what? He's one of the top trainers in country today. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, good morning. Boys and girls, may I have your attention, please? Today's show <laughs> is dedicated to all poultry employees, <laughs> churches, oh. KFC, uh-huh. Popeye. El Pollo Loco, Loco right, 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 and Tropical Delight. Wingstop? That's Florida, things like that. No Wingstop? Oh, and Wingstop, no, even no though they don't do full chicken parts, <laughs> you are in the poultry distribution <laughs> biz. Congratulations to all of you. Today we're dedicating today's show to all poultry employees of all kinds. Thank you. Thank you for the joy that you've given us. Keep us going. Thank you for the motivation. Thank you for the way I feel sometimes when I'm driving down the street and I see that sign. Yeah. Mm. What it means to me. Mm. This is for the chicken lover in you. Yeah. yeah. For the yeah. wing yeah. in you. This is for the wing in you. This is for the wing in you. This is for the wing. This is for the wing in you. You all will make a song out of it. Yes, we will. Yeah, because that's that's my soul boy over there. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I know. Yes, yes, we yes. are authentic soul yeah. we brothers. We go song right up. We go right in it. Don't. Name it, sing it. That's yeah. what it is. We deeply Name immersed it. in soul. Sing it. So committed. Love soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll never let it die. <laughs> Have no it. reason to buy a new CD. Name it. 
Dang it. That's deep right there. No, 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 no reason. No reason to buy a new Still Dog. playing albums. Dog. Blums. Ain't Blums. downloaded nothing. No. They got turntables, dog. Yeah. Wiki, wiki, wiki. 45s. With the little too. thing in the middle. With the little thing with the little, man. Mm -hmm. I just downloaded <laughs> Commodore, Commodore's Anthology. <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite Commodore's jam? It may sound funny, but I just can't stand the pain. I'm leaving you tomorrow. Seems to me, girl, you know I've done all I can. And every damn thing. Yes. <laughs> you see, I beg, stole, and I borrow. Yeah. 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 <laughs> What you know about that, Junior? Why I'm easy. Yo, that Lionel Richie. My favorite Commodore song, though, Which is... One? Which uh, one? Which one? I may be just a foolish oh, oh, dreamer. Oh, zoom, yeah. Mm -hmm. but, but I don't care. Because yeah. mm -hmm. I know my happiness is waiting for me. Somewhere, <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm searching for that silver lining. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Junior's lip sync. Horizons that I'll never see. Right. We gotta go. Oh, I wish the world we'll they call freedom. Coming up, something funny. Someday we'll come. <laughs> Coming up. You don't like the way I said that. I know you don't. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time for something funny, guys. And, you know, people are getting ready for work right now, probably. And uh, maybe they're making their own lunch. You know, people do that at home. Well, Steve, it turns out that 18% of people have admitted to eating someone else's lunch at the office. One worker's live tweeting of the mystery of a co-worker stolen shrimp fried rice was retweeted over 173,000 times, okay? Uh, and, and, and while you may think it's funny, and it is kind of funny, I mean, when you think about it, um, you know, getting away with eating someone else's meal, it actually could have some serious consequences on the job. Uh, people don't forget stuff like this. Well, and you see these people her. every single day. This is according to a human resource expert. It becomes a trust issue. So, Steve, I have to ask you. <laughs> I know you did it. You no, know he didn't do it. <laughs> Office lunches. No. You, you never I have stolen? never in my life taken somebody's food. Cause oh. I ain't that way. I don't like. I don't know you. Oh, so you don't know what kind of home they have, how clean they right. are, how now, hygienic. Right now, two okay. things I have done. Okay. I've had mine taken. Yeah. I've caught a person. Uh, what happened? And I've had. I've seen a person taking a person's lunch. Okay. Well, what happened when someone took yours? Both these is now situations I use to my advantage. <laughs> So, yeah, let's see. Now, you don't want this out. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. now I need a couple favors. <laughs> Is you the mom? No, oh, <laughs> dog. I mean, look, I saw you because I'm real observant. Y'all know that about me. I'm oh, extremely yeah. observant. Oh, yeah. So, I'm watching this dude uh -huh. steal this dude's food. And wow. the dude food he was stealing, is he's deceased. His name is James Paradise. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. And we worked at General Electric. 
And this dude was taking Jane, Jane Paradise lunch because Jane could cook his ass off. Oh. And he was just eating Jane's lunch every now and then. And I caught him. Uh-huh. Now, mm-hmm. if I tell this to James Paradise, Jane dog, I'm talking about you finna get drugged out in the parking lot, and when you come back in, you're gonna need to show the people at the door your ID. <laughs> what, what did he steal, Steve? What, what was it in here? You know, like sandwiches, you know, uh-huh. James would cook ribs. Uh-huh. He'd Whoa. take his ribs. Lunch? You know, he made pork shoulder sandwich. Right. He used oh, to bring yeah, it yeah. in to work for everybody. He stole his pork shoulder sandwich, and James was getting upset. Right. So yeah. I saw him take James' stuff. Uh-huh. It was this young white dude that was stealing the food. Oh, yeah. Because he was single. And, you know, he wouldn't bring no lunch half the time. Just stupid-ass boy. So <laughs> what you run game on him with? You so I song. told him, I said, hey, man, you know, if James find out you're the one taking his lunch, man, you know what's going to happen to you. Ah, oh, jeez. <laughs> Wait, what? What? I love what the, is that? I love the what white guy. Come on. What? Ah, jeez. <laughs> yeah, that's what I need. See, once I hear that fear in your voice, yeah. then I got your ass now. Because all jeez is not a hood turn. Uh-uh, uh-uh. He said, ah, oh, jeez. I said, look, hold on, man. Hold on. This ain't got to go nowhere. Stay now, right here. Now, look, this can stay right here. But I'm going to need a couple favors, man. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to leave early. Wednesday, I need you to cover my job for me. See, see. That, that makes sense. Oh, hey, it's oh, not okay, a problem with right me, there. Steve. <laughs> no, oh, it's Mr. Harvey. <laughs> what? Mr. Harvey? No. <laughs> no, it's Mr. No, Harvey. No, now you're going to put some speck on my name. <laughs> I was the original bird man. Yeah, you were. Yeah, you were. Uh, so you're going to put some speck on my name. Yeah. And so I had him cover for cover my job uh-huh. like three times for that. Yeah. Whoa. Then I saw a dude take my lunch. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. This was a black dude had just got hired and he hadn't completed his 90-day probation oh, period. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, if I you report this, you, you, don't get the job. you ain't gonna get the job. Yeah, right? you had him. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I'm so sorry. I thought it was mine. How the hell? Your name ain't Steve. <laughs> <laughs> it's Gregory. <laughs> It's Gregory. No, your name is Frederick. <laughs> oh, Frederick. It was Frederick. Where did S-T-E-V-E get confused with Frederick? Right, right. So I said, so Frederick, look here, man. I'm going to just need a couple favors from you. Oh, man. Now, I'm going to come in late. I need you to punch my time clock when you get at the gate. Punch my time clock for me. Yeah. Hit me in. Dang. Oh, that's, oh that's, that's, that's not a problem. Now, listen to me. <laughs> They have a camera aimed at the time clock. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So you got to put your back to the camera. Gotcha. Wow. So he did it the first time. How do you know all of this? Oh, he's a thug. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. No, no, no. You're, Excuse you're me. The... Excuse me, Tommy. What? Hoodlum. Hoodlum. I was oh, never oh, a thug. Hoodlum. Hoodlum. <laughs> Hoodlum was crime with a purpose. With a respect oh. to it. Yeah. <laughs> Thugs just out here doing stuff. Thugs oh, is stupid. Hoodlums, crimes with a purpose. Crimes with a purpose. And it was always okay. to better or uplift oneself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Yes. At the expense of others. Well, yeah. You know. yeah. And so that's what I had him do. So I could leave early because mm-hmm. of the little white dude, and I could come in late because of the black dude. Because of Frederick. Wow. Man. So I had me a nice little setup. Mm. That That's incredible. genius. Yeah. And then, meanwhile, at school, he was, you know, you selling, hall, selling passes. hall passes. Crime with you the purpose. Hustling. Yeah. Y'all need passes to be late in this hallway. <laughs> Who name you put on it? See, my name was never on a hall pass. 
So ain't no need of you talking about you got it from Steve. Because I ain't got no hall pass. Because <laughs> I had towed it back off my locker anyway. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so what I kept mean? my you stuff. You did what? I towed it back mean? off my locker. So, you, I don't get that. Oh my God. So I, would, I had the horn yeah. bent down, yeah. and I put all my stuff behind. So if you open my lock and check it, it. I ain't see. never had nothing. Oh, I get, okay. Yeah. So I, Steve I gave you a hall pass. Yeah. How the hell I got hall pass? <laughs> <laughs> open my lock. I'm in class. <laughs> Not <laughs> learning to write. I'm here. I only I'm missed here. two days in high school. <laughs> two cut days. All I ever did, man. Oh, but that's what yeah. makes Wow, Steve, your life has been incredible. It's been wonderful. It, it really, really has. <laughs> really, thank you. And look at you now. Stories. Look at you now. I mean, still seriously. hustling. Yes. Are you close? Are you still a hoodlum? No, I, I, no, I don't do crime. At all. <laughs> no, I had a little run in. All right, listen. I had a little run in that kind of straightened me out. Coming up next, it's the nephew with Run That Prank Back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, nephew Tommy is here with us with uh, Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Neff? Carla? Yes, Tommy. Oak Triosity. Yes, bring it! Oak Triosity. I'm finna get married. Come on. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Marvin, please. Yeah, this is Marvin speaking. Uh, Marvin, hi. I'm calling you from Doc's office. I'm actually the lab technician. Um, and you, you came in and got a physical, I guess, about a couple weeks ago? Yeah. Okay, and it's my understanding this is for your for your occupation, correct? Yeah. Okay, you, you're you in that. What do you do for a living when you're a... Um... Oh, yeah, I'm a truck driver. Okay. Now, I was giving you a call about I'm here looking at your records and all the testings that you actually went through. Um, Wow. Let's see. Have you had any? Have you had any activity or any problems around your navel area? Nah, everything been fine. Okay. Everything all right, huh? Yeah, everything's fine. But I mean, you you haven't had any any type of uh, nothing, no breakout or anything around your navel or whatsoever. Nah, man. The second time you asked me about my navel. Nah, everything's going straight, man. Okay. I'm trying to see what's going on, man. What's happening? Okay. Actually, you've been diagnosed with um. Oak triositis. And oak triositis, oak. oak triositis is actually a fungus that comes out of South America. And you, you, you have no activity whatsoever around your navel? No, man. Could that be the same thing, man? Oak triositis. It's oak triositis, sir. And what, what, what do you say that? What that is is actually, you're, you're, if you haven't had it yet, you say you haven't had any activity, there's going to be like a small little tree that's going to be growing from your navel. And it, it gets about six inches long, and it, it probably bears about, probably about 25 to 30 leaves on it. But it's very small. Whoa, whoa, run that back by me. You see a tree going to be growing out my nail. It's going to be a small tree, and uh, what's going to happen is I'm going to have to get you to come back in. Probably in the next month, we're going to need you to come in so we can check it out. But it's got to grow its fullest potential before we can actually do anything to it. Nah, I can't come in in no month. I got to come in today, man. Somebody got to tell no, we, me what's we, going we, on, we, man. We, get this problem resolved, man, because I'm going to get married, man. Well, we can't. It has to grow its fullest potential, sir. And uh, the full term is actually like about four weeks before we can act. Man, I'm not waiting for no four weeks, man. Somebody got to come tell me something right now, man. I ain't going to go married, man, and have to fly out of town, man, and have something growing out my neighbor, man. Y'all 
going crazy, man. Sir, Oak Tree Ocidus is something that's very rare. We were actually getting this assignment from overseas in South America on how to treat this. Man, I don't give a damn. Where is it, man? Somebody's going to have to come give me some, some help right now, man. I'm finna get ready to get married, man. I'm not finna be putting up with it, man. Somebody in this office, man, got to come down here and do something for me, man. And what you say, if you say I can cut it out myself? Sir, the best I can do is probably trim it a bit, you know, and maybe knock a few leaves off, but I cannot touch the full stalk at all. Man, you can cut this put a Band-Aid, do something Sir, to if it, you man. cut it, it's, there's a possibility right now, yeah, man. You cannot, sir. If you cut it, there's a possibility of hemorrhaging, and you're going to really create a bigger problem than what you have already. Man, this I'm trying to get this pulled out, man. You didn't tell me can't nobody in that I drive down there to get this pulled out, man. I'm going to get married in two weeks, man. We're going to fly to Jamaica and can't now. Somebody can do this for me. I pull this off my Sir, you cannot pull it out. You're going to create... That, man. You're going to create a bigger problem if you try to pull it out, sir. The problem is already there. I'm trying to get this down, man. You mean to tell me that big hospital ain't now that can help me? Sir, what you want me to do, sir, man? it's not something... I got something... out of my stomach, and you telling me it ain't you can do, man. Sir, oak triosities is not something that we treat all the time. Like I said, it hails from South America. So we got... I don't give a for the hell from... From Great Britain, somebody that the for me to come down here and help me pull this off, man. Sir, I understand what you're going through, but we have to let it grow its full term, which is four weeks, sir. The full man, root of it. Letting it grow, man. I ain't finna let grow, man. Finna go down right now, man. Y'all gonna have to do something, man. Sir, there's nothing we can do. We can probably trim it a little bit. The trim, get some chainsaw and cut this. Man, do something. Sir, there's nothing we can do at this point but sit back and wait and let it grow its full term, okay? Can we get I'm you I'm not to... doing no waiting, man. Somebody finna help me right now, man. Sir, can we get an appointment for you in the next four to five weeks? Can we do that? No, you got to get an appointment for me today. I'm finna get married, man. I'm finna fly to Jamaica. Man, I can't have no sticking out of me. I can't even sit at the airport, man. You gonna embarrass me like that, man. Have sticking out my neighbor, you crazy? Sir, I understand it. And like I said, oak triositis is very rare. And it's it's something that we haven't treated that many times here in the States. But overseas, the message that we're getting is that we need to let it grow its full term. So you may tell me, ain't nobody in America got oak tree. What the f is the name of that man? It's oak triositis, sir. So how the f I get it if don't nobody else in the America got it. Sir, I could not believe that you were coming up with oak triositis here in the States. It's, it's something very rarely seen here. There's been two people in the past that's been diagnosed with this, and they actually passed away. So now you're telling me some <laughs> die, and you're going to tell me three weeks. Man, I'm coming down another day, man. Somebody's going to do something for me, Sir, man. there's nothing that we can do today until four to five weeks. Of man, I got to go get married. I'm flying to Jamaica, man. Did you... What I just said, man. I'm hearing what you're saying, but I can't do anything if you don't see the tree already coming out of the navel yet. Cut the off. Somebody got to do something now. Damn, what you want me to do, man? I don't know what I want you to do, sir, but I have one more thing I can tell you. Yeah, well, what you got to say, man? Are you listening? I'm listening to you, man. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy Earl. Man, you got to be Man, I'm gonna take that out my wig, man. Man, you too, nephew Tommy, man. Y'all, man.
What is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> that is, Carla. That's dedicated Thank to you, you right nephew. there, girl. I appreciate it. <laughs> Y'all girl. can't cut it. <laughs> August 30th and 31st, Labor Day weekend, Bethesda Blues and Jazz Supper Club. Mm. That's two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. Did I say Friday? Two shows Friday, two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. And then yeah. you said souls. Yes. <laughs> Do you have, a, have you Friday. certainly suddenly developed a lisp? Yeah, what is going but on But there's with the you? blues and jazz supper club. <laughs> two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. <laughs> Get your tickets here on sale right now. I'll be doing blues, I'll be doing jazz, and I'll be doing jokes. It's all there you together. Blues and jazz. You gonna do blues, jazz, blues, jazz, and jokes, jazz. BJJ. Yeah, BJJ. All right, all right. That's how you go. Saturday, September the seventh, I will be in Greenville, North Carolina, at the Greenville Convention Center, and tickets are on sale right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, nephew. Thank you. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. What's going on? This is your boy, Kevin Hart. This is Erica Badu. Hey, this is Dave Chappelle. Yo, what's up? This is Ice Cube. Uh-uh, I can't call it. This your man, Cedric the Entertainer, and you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. That my dog. All right, it's time for Truth Be Told with Junior. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, th- thank you, Shirley. I thank you very much. Um, truth Be Told is, uh, if you got a job that you fill mm-hmm. the application out for, don't be mad at us when we come in there. That's the absolute truth. Because I went down to the post office. A lot of postal people are great workers. You fill out an application. Yeah, yeah. For a job. Mm-hmm. You get the job. Don't be mad when we come down there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What is you talking about? You're, You're trying to see where he's going with yeah, it. Yeah, I'm finna tell him. Oh, yeah, okay. just wait, Steve. No, but I mean. <laughs> I'm finna tell him. I'm about to tell him. No, I like it. I like it, but I'm the setup is hard. I'm staying with it. <laughs> Tommy, I mean, you fill out the application. Tommy. Tommy, Tommy, you tell yeah. jokes. <laughs> now, if the setup is confusing. Oh, okay. Oh, let me just say it like this. All right, go ahead. Okay. You fill out the application. Yes, sir. You take the job. Why is you mad when we come down there? Now, I know a lot of postal workers that are great postal workers. I have a wonderful time. But oh. there's one postal worker named Helen. I can't stand right now. Oh, there is no reason why me and Helen should have a 30-minute argument about one letter. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down there. She mad at me because I didn't pick the wrong envelope. Now, if it's say overnight, then why is you telling me it's going to take two days? That's what the whole argument was about. Now, Helen, your ass don't need to be working down there because you can't count. Overnight is next day. Why is you talking about Friday? I need to, yeah, I need to know what you take the job for because I asked. Is it going to get there tomorrow? No, it's going to get there Thursday. Well, why is you charging me overnight prices, Helen? That's now all you I want to know. Truth be told, yeah. if you didn't want the job, why you fill out the application? You can't get mad because I came in here. We going to be mailing. We going to be mailing, Helen. <laughs> yes, and, yes. and she needs to really not be there no more. Yes. And if I come back down there, I'm coming over the counter and knocking all your stamps down. That's all I feel Come on. You're a disgruntled worker. Well, you know, dog, when she hollering, though, she's saying it so loud, Tommy, that other people in line is over here in our business. 
And so you were embarrassed. I was absolutely embarrassed about because I got the wrong envelope. If I said I wanted that tomorrow, you keep telling me, well, it's not going to get there till Friday. Well, that's not overnight then. No, it's not. And the thing about truth be told is these things really happen yeah. in Junior's yeah. life. Oh, yeah, I see. Yeah. Like, Helen, he doesn't make this stuff no, up. Helen, <laughs> Helen is 5'2". 5'2". Okay, but I will say this. 5'2", about 3'30". Yeah. Yeah, God, that he little whole little, that. the whole little slot that no, they stay. No, 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 no. I know. I, I already know. <laughs> you know that little slot. People usually be mad. Yeah, <laughs> short wide people are always mad. Would you stop? No, really, short <laughs> wide people are always mad. Cause they got to squeeze they in that little to. area and they work. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> <laughs> All the short people wide got smart cars. Zion. Prius. Steve What's Harvey. that little? Just pack up in there. <laughs> Hold in there, man. Just look like somebody just put their foot on them to shut the door. Steve. <laughs> you mad now. You angry. It's too much. You bought the car. <laughs> They're going they had other cars. You, if that was in your price run, you could have got a great big old used car. <laughs> Oh, but you wanted to bring something brand new. You down there, you down there in a smart car. And you just in there looking like some Play-Doh. You've been wanting to talk about this for a while, I can tell. Yeah, I just want to get it out of my system. I know. They out there. All right, Steve, time for today's headlines. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. And this is Ann Tripp with the news. Good morning, everybody. This is Antrip with the news. Uh, mayors from more than 2,200 cities, including El Paso and Dayton, are urging members of the Republican-dominated Senate to cut their summer recess short and return to Capitol Hill to take up gun safety legislation. In a letter to Senate leader Mitch McConnell, the mayors say the country can no longer wait for Washington to take the measures necessary to reduce the risk of having firearms ending up in the wrong hands. But McConnell says no. For now, up till now, though, McConnell's resisted calls to bring up a House bill that would expand background checks and stuff. He says the Senate will take that up, though, in September. A nonprofit group, meanwhile, says that in just the last month, get this, there have been more than 30 mass shootings in the U.S. in which hundreds of people have been injured or killed in just the last month. There's been more violence this time in Orange County, California. Police say a 33-year-old man accused of stabbing four people to death in a rampage across the cities of Garden Grove and Santa Ana. Officials say they don't know for sure why the suspect, Zachary Castaneda, went on his bloody stabbing spree because he didn't even know the people that he that he killed, apparently. Uh, the uh, Garden Grove Police Lieutenant Carl Whitney says there are two survivors. We have two surviving victims, a female that bravely fought this suspect, she sustained numerous stab wounds, but she's going to survive. And then we have the male at the Chevron gas station who had his nose nearly severed off, and he also received a stab wound to his back. He's going to survive. Lieutenant Whitney says this is one of the worst violent attacks in recent Orange County history. And now local and federal authorities in Wayne County, Ohio, are investigating an explosion that leveled the house where an interracial couple lived. Someone scrawled racist graffiti near the rubble. Luckily, that couple was away at the time. Meanwhile, the second anniversary of the anti-racist demonstration in Charlottesville, Virginia, is coming up. A new group, a coalition called Change the Terms, is pressuring Twitter to ban white supremacists from its media platform. Activist Don Gathers explains. What we went through, too years ago here in Charlottesville was directly organized through Twitter. And some members of Change the Terms are even trying to get Twitter to suspend President Trump's account. I 
doubt that's going to happen. Andrew McKay, the acting FBI director who authorized the probe into President Trump's ties to Russia and possible obstruction of justice, filed a lawsuit against the Bureau and the Justice Department, alleging that he was illegally demoted and fired as part of a plot by Trump to get rid of people who were not politically loyal to him. McKay was fired a little more than 24 hours before he was set to retire, and that cost him a significant number of retirement benefits, and he says that was vindictive and on purpose. He wants his job reinstated. He wants his retirement benefits also. And hundreds of close to 700 workers who were detained by immigration agents in seven plants in Mississippi this week have been released. They're going to receive orders, though, to appear before an immigration judge. Today, National Beer Day. Back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So, Carla, you're just paying for for your daughter Tasha's lunch, right? You just paid her bill. Yeah, so, you know, things are different from when we we were in school. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, school uh. lunches and things like that. So and you then get, we go into the, yeah. Yeah, we get this email. I get an email, and I have to put so much money off of my daughter's account. So I had to just give $150. $150? Yes. For lunch? For her school lunch. When you pay it all at one time, no, she though. She weighs 60 pounds. No, Tasha weighs 100 pounds. What is 100 pounds? Ta- Tasha's almost girl. five feet. She eats. I'm telling you, this stuff. Well, school expensive. Yeah, school Man, these kids energy. are expensive. No, nah, this is a rip off. They making money off y'all, Carl. <laughs> hundred fifty dollars a week. Uh, no, 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 no. They send you a notice, and then you have to keep putting money on. And Tasha says, "Mommy, I want ice cream every day." <laughs> she goes, "Yes, what? Tasha. Yes. Baby, she eat in the morning too. So your yeah, baby gets- in prison. You got to put money on her book." <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yeah, we're yep. getting that at three today. But she's an athlete, so <laughs> she eats. I'm sure she has a hearty appetite, a yeah. healthy appetite. She, she does. She she's yeah. an athlete, definitely. Yeah. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Tommy, do you have to do that? I don't know what Jack can do. I just, I just <laughs> give her the money, man. Lunch That's was way saying. different. We, my lunch special was 45 cents a day. What the? See? <laughs> right there, saying. yeah. And then what was your favorite food day when you Cheese were in school? Cheeseburger day. Woo! That was another good no. one. Cheeseburger day. day. It was a good day. <laughs> Oh, no. Friday morning, that pancake uh-huh. was off the chain on Friday morning. Mm-hmm. And that hot oh, serve. Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh-uh. Friday. We didn't have breakfast food. No, we didn't do breakfast. We, didn't we, didn't yeah, we, we was just there for lunch. Yeah, Eat just your cereal and go on out the yeah. door. That was cool. Did what y'all about? have them white donuts with that pot on it? Yes. No, we bought them at the store. We had too. cookies. Peanut butter cookies, butter cookies. Ooh. With chocolate butter milk. cookies. Yeah, with chocolate milk. The big, thick kind, though. Yeah, them was good. Yes. <laughs> Y'all don't have that no more. How much was your lunch, Junior? $2.50. We the star. That's it. For the week? <laughs> no, we the star. Two fifty was for the week. Yeah. <laughs> One damn meal, two fifty. You know how many robberies would have been in my school? <laughs> they would Y'all, they'd have been jacking teachers in that parking lot. <laughs> Give me a check so I can eat. <laughs> okay. Man, if I couldn't have that honey bun, I wasn't no good. Oh, what about honey pizza, though? Did, did you all have stuff like pizza? Yeah. Ooh. Oh. My yeah, we had pizza at our school. It wasn't good. Black people don't know how to make pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Not back in 71. No. What was wrong with the pizza, Steve? What was wrong with it? They didn't know. <laughs> no cheese, no sauce. Wow, what number? Yeah. Just dough, tomato paste. <laughs> you didn't recognize the meat. You could, you could see the cheese laying on it. It was individual. <laughs> Shredded cheese. It wasn't melted. 
And they ain't know how to make no pizza at our school. All right, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it's time for Comedy Roulette. Jay, now quickly. It's very simple. You you guys test our ability to be comedians. Give us five subjects. Pick anything you want. Let the wheel stop. We put it out on a roulette wheel. Wherever it stops, we do a couple minutes on. That's how good we are. All right. That's how good we are. All right. All right. We'll see about that. We have five topics for you. All right. Bring it. Number one, the movies. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Steve. What was that, Steve? Oh, yeah. All right. funny if you say You got this one, though, Steve. Number two, being dumped. All right. That's on the wheel. Number three, bedwetting. Woo. Been there. I got that one. Uh, uh, number four, bad grades. Number mm-hmm. five, mm-hmm. when to shut up. Cat, spin the wheel. Bad grades. Come on, bad grades. Come on, bad grades. Bad grades. I like when to bad shut up. I did that last week. I like movies. Uh-huh. Steve. Whoa, okay, okay, that's a good one. Okay, when, when to shut up. When to shut up. Okay, when okay. to shut I'll up. I'll tell you when to shut up. The minute you look in your rear view mirror uh-huh. and you see that blue light, <laughs> it is time <laughs> to shut up. Not only Quiet. is it time for you to shut up, you make an announcement to everybody in the damn that's car right. to shut <laughs> the hell up, yeah. all right? Yeah. We yeah. doesn't think that there's going to be one person talking. All right? And it's usually the sober is one. If they got to lean from the back and talk, the rest have been told to shut yeah. the hell up. Do you what you up. got, man? That's not, and, uh, in that same lane. Yes. In that same lane. In the neighborhood, when you see somebody running from the law, when the law look at us, we don't know nothing. Y'all, y'all, I had one friend go point and say, he went that way. No. Fool, what are you telling them down for? You already know he know us. Now you sitting the laws the same way down went. You could have pointed the other way that when he see us, who you think he looking for? That's right. You didn't see nothing. Shut the hell up. Shut it. Zip it. See what you got. Well, I'm going to go another route. Uh-huh. Let me just do two quick ones for uh-huh. you. Okay. Fellas. Mm. It's, you know it's time to shut up <laughs> when you're feeling guilty <laughs> and you want to confess. Yes, <laughs> yes. yes. stop well, that. Dog, well, I don't know what this moment you have. But partner, we're not going in there to do that. Yeah. Hey, let me tell you something. When I, my first marriage, uh-huh. I went out one night, me and my partner, you know, mm-hmm. And, you know, I just told told my ex-wife I was going out, right? Mm-hmm. I'm over at the house. A couple of days later, my partner, Reggie, that I went to the club with, uh-huh. this is what he said. Uh-oh. Hey, man, tell your wife about the club we went to. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. You're looking at him like, what? I just, just something. Yeah. You just go, what, what, what are you talking about? What the hell is wrong with you, man? Tell my wife about the club we went to. You don't never do that. You don't never supposed to tell uh-uh. you. Shut up. Uh-uh. Never. What are you supposed mm-hmm. to do? No. 
I'll tell you another time to shut up. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's a trick, too. Uh-huh. When your mama say, say something else. But then, did you hear me? <laughs> what were I supposed to do? Yeah. Am I going to answer you or just supposed to be quiet? Right. Yeah, I'm right. just going to take my chances on shutting the yeah. hell up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> say something else. Say, say something, something else. else. Yeah, yeah. I got one for you. You got one? You got one? Tell me. Go ahead, yeah. man. When you on the phone with a woman uh-huh. and you hear her husband say, who the hell you talking to? Oh, Lord. Man, you better shut shut your mouth. (laughs) Hang up, dog. Hang up and block that number. (laughs) It's time to shut up. Now, Junior, as as far as my mama, when my mama say, I guess I'm lying then. It's time to shut up. Shut up. Gotta shut up. All right. I guess All right. I'm lying. You guys did again, it again, again, as always. Yeah, yeah, again, that's what we do. That's what we do. All right, we'll be back with a prank phone call from the nephew right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. But right now, the mm. nephew is here with the prank phone call for today. What you got, Neff? Bad bugs. Woo. <laughs> Bad bugs. Makes you itch. Mm. Say it again. Some of y'all still got them. Some of y'all still got them. Bad bugs. Loud. Running cat. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to speak to Shanice. Uh, she's not here right now. I'm going to take a message. Uh, you, Do you know when she's coming back? Nah, is this a business call or something? Nah, nah, this personal. I need to talk to her immediately. Nah, you need to talk to me. This this a man. This uh, Who is this? This is this is Brandon. Who 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 are you? I'm Ernest, man. But uh, how do you know Shanice? I I got a bit of a situation here, man. Uh, and it, it's basically a financial situation that I'm owed some money from her. So I kind of need to talk to her about about getting this money. It's totally disrupted my whole apartment, and I need to actually see about talking to her about getting this whole problem taken care of. What what's the what's the situation? I mean, I I'm basically Right now, I'm $2,500 in the rears due to, due to Shanice. And, I, I, you know, I, I need to see if she's going to be able to pay me for this situation or what, you know? Do my girl owe you money? She, she owes me $2,500. $2,500 for what? I don't even know who you are, first of all. So what's up with the $2,500? Uh, first of all, my name is Brandon, okay? okay. And I've been, I, I know, I've been knowing Shanice probably for the last three or four months now, okay? So here you you want to know it all in a nutshell is it's like this. Shanice been coming through, okay, for the last three or four months, been coming over here to my spot, to my apartment, hanging out. I'm just now finding out within the last two weeks, um, it's, I had to get rid of my couch. I had to get rid of my mattresses because... Your mattress? Because it's bed. Your mattress? Wait a minute, dude. Wait a minute. So you trying to tell me she was in your bed? Yeah, she been in my bed, dude. She been in your bed. Are you crazy? Hey man, come hey on man. now, dude. Listen, you know, you hey know, dude, the problem is not right now. where she's been. The problem is, is you talking twenty five hundred dollars. You talking about my girl was in your bed. Now we not even gonna get into that. You understand what I'm saying? But that twenty five hundred dollars, you can forget about it. No, 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 no. Hold up, first of all, you calling here? You calling here? You calling here? Here is dude answer the phone, and you still got the to ask for her, and then go tell me about some twenty five hundred dollars about some. Mattress? Dude, I'm out. My, my mattresses, man, are a thousand bucks. It's full of bed bugs. I had to throw that away. Man, I'm not worried about no damn mattress, dude. You talking about my girl. We've been together for four years. I'm about to pop the question on her, and you want to sit there talking about she's been hanging with you or kicking with you for the last four months. 
It's about to be over in a minute. Dude, if you want to marry Shanice, cool. I don't care nothing about that. Hey, don't even worry about that now. But you on my phone talking about some damn mattress, man. That's that's a problem, dude. I ain't worried about no damn mattress. I'm I'm worried about I ain't got no mattress right now. You call it mine? I do not have a mattress right now, nor do I have a couch. Do you understand the problem that brings me? I don't care nothing about your mattress or couch, dude. I don't care nothing about that. Your name, you said your name, Brandon? I'm Brandon, yes. Yeah, Brandon, okay, don't worry about it, Brandon, because you're going to find me real soon. Don't let me find you before you find me, though. You understand what I'm saying, don't you? Dude, dude, dude. No, because you, you can have them bed bugs and that mattress or whatever. Answer these for all I care. But what I'm saying is, you talk about some bed bugs, ain't no bed bugs over here. Okay, so, so where's she getting the bed bugs from? She done brought them over here to my place. I don't care nothing about it. She ain't bring nothing over there, first of all. But I ain't, that ain't even a problem right now. Dude, you, so you, you, you call me been over here, here, man. I ain't had account. nobody else over here. Right, don't worry about who you had over there. But you don't call here talking about no money. You ain't getting nothing from here. Okay, first of all, dude, check this out. I don't have a problem with you, okay? Me and you, cool. No, me we and you got cool. a problem. We already got a problem. You calling me talking about you been sleeping with my girl. Hey, dog, dog, I'm going to say it again. Me and you cool, dog. We cool. Dude, we not cool. We not cool. Who is Tommy? I'm just saying, do you think Tommy will pay for the bed bugs? Man, who the f- 
It's Tommy. Tommy, dog. Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ernest, you just got pranked by your girl, Shanice. <laughs> man. Y'all, y'all. Woo. You all right, man? Boy, hey. Well, it was over. It was over. You understand what I'm telling you? It was over. <laughs> <laughs> What y'all think? There it is. Yeah. Huh? Makes me it there it is. How I do. How I do. How I do. You're the king. What do you, what do you want? You're the king That's of That's all I want. I just want, but you know what? I need people, I need y'all to tell people I'm the king. The show has three kings. Kings of comedy, kings of prank, and king of rap. Right here. I mean, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> King of Pranks. <laughs> and the rap, latest baby. edition is the King of Rap. <laughs> no, not King Kang. That's different. Kang? Oh, Kang. okay. So you you are established. Yeah, he's inspired. Okay. Now, how many albums you got? Whoa. You want to go with that? None. <laughs> None. Picky, picky, picky. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, right Buckle now up. it's time. Wait, hold on, Tommy. Right now it is time for today's Strawberry Letter. If you want our advice, all you have to do is submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com. All right, nephew, let's go. Just like this one. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. It is the Strawberry Letter. All right, subject, me and my man have a little situation. Dear Stephen Shirley, I met a gentleman seven months ago. I'm 45, and he's 37. When we met, he lived three hours away, so he decided to move to my area. It's been four months now since we've been in the same city, and I'm starting to see issues with him. He didn't have a plan in place when he moved to my city, and now he's living in a shelter because I told him he cannot live with me. He doesn't have a car, and I refuse to drive him around. He does have a job. In fact, he's had three different jobs since he's been here. He has been fired from each job because he has an issue with the way people talk to him. See, he has issues with being short. <laughs> he is only 5'3". Hold on, wait, wait, wait a second. I'm out. I'm out. I'm I told you to break. stick around. No, nah, I'm finna take a break because sure. I'm not finna do this. <laughs> yes, let, let me just say yes. thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I told you you were going to love it. So good. <laughs> and I asked you, nephew, to stick around. I'm going to we're, the break room. We're a team. All right, see. We ain't no team. See, he has, <laughs> he has issues with being short. Uh, he's only 5'3. I am 5'2. So his height doesn't bother me, but it bothers him. He has short patience with people. I believe he's been abused by a woman before because he always thinks I'm talking down to him and belittling him. I jokingly push these issues to the side, but it's getting old. I'm getting to the point where I want to end this relationship. Can I help him overcome this, or should I just let him work through his own problems alone? Please help. Listen. Is, is it my turn? <laughs> <laughs> no, Shirley goes first. Let me get back. I know that's right. Go I ahead, told you you were going to love this. And, and you're welcome, by the way. You're welcome. 
Listen, you may not have a problem with his height, but he certainly does. Mm. Uh, and, and and you got to let him work it out on his own. There are things that you can help uh, help him do. I don't know, maybe take him to therapy so he can deal with it that way. Uh, but there's nothing you can do about his problem with his height. You cannot change people. You cannot change him. Uh, you, you've only known him for seven months. I, I'm, it made me think, did you see him before you guys, you know, got together? But I, I guess you did because you would have said that if you didn't. But now he's moved. You guys didn't talk about what was going to happen, where he was going to live, whether or not he had a car. You guys didn't discuss any of that before he moved to the same city. How can he's had three jobs since he's been there? He's only been there, what, four months? He has an issue with the way people talk to him. This is crazy. These are things that he has to deal with on his own, and he's probably been dealing with for uh, the majority of his adult life. Uh, you don't care because he's still taller than you at 5'2". So I don't know um, if you're going to be able to, to uh, help him overcome this because he's got to do it first. Only thing you can do is to be there to support him. Yeah, he's going to have to work through these problems alone um, I don't know if this relationship's going to last because he can't keep a job. He lives in a shelter. I, I, I mean, you know, and you, you want him to do better, I'm sure, but he can't because of he has a problem with being little, you know? He needs counseling, I think. Steve, well, it's your wait, turn I, now. Uh, Uncle what, Steve, can I say man, something to you? Red boy. <laughs> I ain't got this is the time, time to give good advice. This is not the time to be funny and be rude and stuff, okay? okay. Just don't, please don't, don't do start it out, okay. Steve, as dear don't Tommy. Do don't you're, start you're it out. Be, I'm the one to give stupid advice. You're supposed okay, to really be nice. Okay, dear Steve and Shirley. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I can't wait for Steve, this. Yes. Now, Steve. this lady met this man. So, Steve, mm, y'all Steve, need to don't stop let right me down. Now. Let me go. Don't let me down. I promise you I won't. Loose him, y'all. Loose him. Let him go. I'm 45 years old. He's 37. Don't let me down. Right there, he shot. <laughs> he down eight years. <laughs> he already, he, now these eight years shot, he already done equated this to inches. <laughs> you can believe that. You 45, he 37. When we met, he lived three hours away. So he decided to move to my area. It's been four months now since we've been in the same city. Here's the line in this letter that really amazes me. What's that? I'm starting to see issues with him. <laughs> really? <laughs> so here we go. He didn't have a plan in place when he moved to my city. He's now living in a shelter. Your man that you dating, the one that moved to your city, is now living in a shelter. So when you go by, Pop in to see him. How's that working for you? Where you sit at the shelter, little man ain't got no home. Oh, you can get him a house. Listen to me, tiny houses is everything. Got his ass at the house at Toys of Us. They got this boy could have had a place by now. Hang on, Steve. Yeah. Tiny House Nation is on TV. We'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 after the hour. 
You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Part two okay. of uh, your response. Now, I left y'all with this woman dating this shout man. Yeah, me and my man have a little situation. That's yeah, now, she five, he fired three, she fired two, so that don't bother her. Mm-mm. It's an eight-year difference in them because she 45, he 37. Now, he done moved into town, but he ain't got no plan. She won't let him live with him, so he live in a shelter. I was just wondering how it is for her when she stopped by. Yeah. How you going to see your man at a shelter? Where you sit? Which end of the bed is yours? Because <laughs> one thing I know from being homeless, you can't sit on the other homeless person's stuff. You bet not. <laughs> That's rule number one. That's all they got. Territorial, yeah. You don't touch my grocery cart. Uh. You don't put your hand on my duct tape. Okay. You don't get away from this blanket. <laughs> he doesn't have a job. He doesn't have a car, and I refuse to drive him around. So now he just trying to walk around with them little ass legs. Well, he does have a job. He, well, excuse me. He got a job, but he ain't got no car. Right. You refuse He's to drive him around. Cook. Now, he got to trot <laughs> everywhere. In fact, he had three different jobs since he's been here. He's been fired from each job because he has an issue with the way people talk to him. And, oh, Lord, how many times have we run into this? How many times? See, you wrote the right show. Because we are dealing with this ourselves. And I want to thank you for the opportunity to give us to vent some of the things that we've been going through. Because we got somebody on this show that has an issue with the way people talk to him. He stay touchy. He edgy all the damn time. Something always wrong. He always offended. See, he has an issue with being short. Ding! (laughs) Junior. Wouldn't you have an issue with being short if you were five foot three? <laughs> now she says, so his height doesn't bother me, but it bothers him. He has short patience with people. <laughs> Wait a minute. What you want him to have? Long patience? <laughs> he don't he don't like nobody because he edgy. He always assume it's about his height. He produced the thought that we had to produce on this show. If you throw a rock in a pack of dogs, the one that holler is the one you hit. Every time we mention height on this show, mm. we got one person jump to conclusion that we talking about him. Even when we not. Like right now, I can bet you he think we talk about his ass right now. <sighs> now she says, I believe that he's been abused by a woman before. Because he always think I'm talking down to him. That's because the women he dated was taller. <laughs> they was talking down to him. <laughs> Literally. It happens to Tommy, excuse me, it happens to our, this person we refer to all the time. <laughs> no names, Steve. Don't mention any Yeah, names. I'm trying. I'm sorry. That kind of slipped out. Now, I believe he's been abused by a woman because they always think I'm talking down to him. I jokingly push these issues to the side, but it's getting old. I'm getting to the point where I want to end this relationship. Can I help him overcome this? I want to answer that for you in just a second. Or should I just let him work through his own problems alone? Can I help him overcome this? No, you cannot. No, you cannot. This person can be 50. You ain't going to be able to help them. (laughs) Why you pick 50? Why why that Because that's a big number. He's 37. Mm -hmm. 
Uh-huh. Right. You I'd have seen this go all the way up to at least, I know, 50. <laughs> for sure. 50. The 50 for damn sure. <laughs> we ain't been able to help him yet. Or should you let him work through his own problems alone? He can't. He has no answers for this. Because he touchy all the damn time. It's always about him. Little people got big issues. Little man, short patience. They got short legs. They got short arms. They send up everything about him is short. But one thing about short people. They get a job, though. I don't care what nobody say. They always working. <laughs> I'm surprised. See, why he had a shelter. Shelter at 5-3, he could easily sign up for foster care. <laughs> he could be in somebody's house. He can get in the house. Yeah. He can get in the house because he's so short. Rude. And once again, why is he out of work and ain't got nowhere to stay? Why is he in the shelter? Listen, I was watching Tiny Houses the other day. Tiny House Nation. This be like a mansion for him. Matter of fact, you can take this little ass house and you can rename it. You can call it like a chateau or something. Give it a big name and it be just for little people. Wow. See, that's how you do it. That's genius, You take a little house and give it a big name. Wow. See, you ain't got to call it tiny house. Call it a chateau. <laughs> yeah. All them little rooms with this. pop mm-hmm. out, lift up a lid that was a, a, a cupboard for clothes and stuff. It's a bathtub. <laughs> Wait, you <what>? understand? <laughs> you climb upstairs for storage uh-huh. in a little loft. You move that stuff out the way. Uh-huh. It's a bunk bed. <laughs> Man. <laughs> the stove and the toilet is the same thing. <laughs> what? I can't go with you on that one. <laughs> no, these are for tiny houses, Shirley. You ain't got to because you have a home. <laughs> All right, Steve, we got to get out of here. You can email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter at my girl Shirley. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, J. Anthony Brown is here. Introduce him, please. J. Anthony Brown murder hits. <laughs> what was that? I don't it's know, hard but I to like it. With, anytime he says something, don't have a lot of cussing in it. He don't really know how to talk to me, does he, Shirley? At all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, our I, audience only knew. I know, I know. Check it out. Good morning, everybody. This is the Reverend Adnoid. It is not nice to start a morning without saying good morning, everybody. The song is dedicated to all the haters out there. Just want you to remember, haters make motivators. Here we go. Every dream you tell apart, every dream I have, you said do not start. Every dream, every dream, you tell apart. Yes, you do. That's what you do. You're a hater. You said to me, all my ambitions. You said they are flawed. All my aspirations, you said they are flawed. Every day, in every way, you said they are flawed. That's what you said. Every day, you hate so hard. You're so freaking jealous. You ain't got no heart. Every day. So hard, yes you do. You 
must be thinking that I'm not smart. Tell everybody, no, I should not start. That's what you said every day. Should you with your evil ass God forgive me for that one I'm so sorry I know why you Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Fire I like that. Day, day. <laughs> you like that? Gotta get off my knee now. That's what you got to do. Jay, you're so good with these. All right, more of this crazy, ignorant show. Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it's time, as promised, for All I Said Was... So, Jay, explain It's this, very please. simple. <laughs> uh, if, you've, if you're in a relationship mm-hmm. or been in a relationship, there's things that you have said, just little statements. Next thing you know, mm-hmm. you're in a full-blown argument. Yeah. Just just out of nowhere. I like, all I said was, all I said was, what would I do with the money if I won the lottery? Mm-hmm. And I <laughs> said, you know, I say this, I say that. Then all of a sudden, I'm, we're in an argument. Oh. <laughs> we're having a full right argument over make-believe money. Mm-hmm. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. Uh-huh. That's what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about? You've been there, Junior? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> been there. <laughs> Still in there sometimes. <laughs> you know, all I said was, you know, <laughs> if I ever meet Beyonce, <laughs> right then, <laughs> well, she do the rest of the statement. <laughs> and I meant it. You know, I mean, that's all you said. Yeah, I mean, it. That's I mean, all. I, if I met Beyonce, hey, uh-huh. you know, she allowed me to date her. You ain't gonna be here no more. Okay. That's all I said. Tell me, you got what? You wanna know what I said, Jay? Uh-huh. All I said was, my girlfriend husband be tripping. That's all I said. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I said, Jay. My girlfriend husband be tripping. That's all I see. Shelly? Mm. Uh, all right, I was on the phone the other day, just, you know, my girlfriend just talking. All uh, I said was, because it was just the two of just us. Just talking, right? Yeah, I didn't know Nesto was in the house. All I said was, Morgan Freeman could get it. That's all, <laughs> that's all I said. And I don't, you know, I even talk like that, but I was with my girls, you know, we were just talking. And, oh, man, the argument that happened uh, after that. I'm sorry. Uh, Steve, you got one, man? <laughs> You know, I done said so much. <laughs> <laughs> just pick one up, see. You know, I, all I said one time was, you know, I just, she made me something. I just said, you know, when my mama bake it, she bake it a different way. Oh. <laughs> That'll do it. Yeah. 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 Uh, that yeah, right that'll And when you talk about <laughs> cooking and stuff like that, yeah. don't look over here yeah. at me. Yeah. Okay. No, I don't appreciate that. Everybody glance your I way. I know. Yeah, what everybody. Is that? Whenever it's food, we always look at you. I, know. I don't know why. Yeah. I mean, yeah. little simple things that started. You know, like, it, all I said was if we wasn't together, XYZ, you're one of your girlfriends, who'd I get with? You know, that's all I said. <laughs> 
We not together. Yeah, yeah. right. You know, if we weren't together, I'd get well. You know, ex. Oh, I, I would, you know. oh you're dead. You're I, a dead I'd man. hit that if we weren't together. Yeah, you're a dead yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> no, you can't really say nothing about their body. No, you can't. No. Oh, I did mm-hmm. one. I did. I said something one time. I said, "Why her dress so tight?" <laughs> <laughs> You know, man, like it was on my damn name. Right, right. Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah. Okay, okay. All I said was, mm-hmm. if she pregnant, it's a possibility, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you know, it, I'm just, it, I, if she's pregnant, it's, it's possible, okay? Wow. I'll tell you one that made me, that made me have to give my car keys. Uh-huh. The one the statement you made. I walked in the room one time. She laying down on the bed trying to put her pants on. I said, uh-huh. that's how we got to do it now. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 A little uh, argument started. Yeah, uh, so I we walked we walk into this restaurant one uh, time. Right? Uh, uh, all I said was, me and my ex used to come here all the time. Oh, man. No. That's all I said. No. no. That's all uh, I said. Uh, uh, and then it helped that the guy said, Mr. Brown, you back again? Uh, <laughs> 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 like, Brown, I can't know nobody. <laughs> yeah. I can't know nobody. <laughs> Oh, we back walk, again. He, he uh-huh. gonna walk right here. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, I was sitting up talking. I said, uh, "So what size you wear now?" <laughs> that's all I said. That's oh, that's it. I was just asking because yeah. I was gonna yeah. buy something new. So I just said, "So, so what size you wear now?" Oh my God! Uh, that's all I said. Yeah. You're in trouble. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. All right, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, some really good news, guys. I'm so happy about this. They're making Coming to America 2, okay? Yes, up, baby? Okay. Yeah, it'll be out oh, December of next year. I love it. Eddie will be there. Arsenio is going to be there. Uh, James Earl Jones, of course. And they're adding, I love My this. My son works? Yes. <laughs> you ain't <laughs> never been no money to the cane. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. Uh, it's a real shame what they did to that dog. Kuta <laughs> <laughs> from upstairs. <laughs> But uh, they're adding one of my favorites, Sex Wesley Snipes. Yes, Wesley Snipes is going to be there. He's going to play a character called what? General General Itzy, General Itzy, I think, and uh, nice. Rick Ross. Okay, Ricky uh, Rose is going to be in oh, there. Rick Ross Rick, in it. Rick, He's Rick acting now. Man. Wow. Trust me. He jumped at the Uh oh. Why are you mad, Jay? How in the hell, George Wallace, Cheryl Underwood, and myself don't get in this damn movie? I don't understand. I just don't get it. How do we not get to be in an African movie? What do we have to do? Well, Jay. Audition? Audition? Rick Ross going to have his stomach out. Now, you ain't got that kind of stuff. You ain't, you ain't got yeah. that. Yeah. And you got it. <laughs> yeah. Can't drop it your phone. <laughs> oh, and Leslie Jones from Saturday Night Live. She's got a role. Uh, go ahead, in. Big Glass. Big Glass. Yeah, they do. They do. I think they do. Yeah. So, coming to America, don't forget, December 20th of next year. I can't wait for that. Coming to That's America, nice. too. It's going to be All right. nice. Uh, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So, Carla, you're just paying for, for your daughter Tasha's lunch, right? You just paid her bill. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, so, you know, things are different from when we we were in school. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, school uh. lunches and things like that. So and you then get, we go into the, yeah. Yeah, we get this email. I get an email, and I have to put so much money off of my daughter's account. So I had to just give $150. $150? Yes. For lunch? For her school lunch. When you pay it all at one time, no, she though. she weighs 60 pounds. No, Tasha weighs 100 pounds. What is 100 pounds? Ta- Tasha's almost girl. five feet. She eats. I'm telling you, this stuff. Well, school, yeah, man. These kids are expensive. No, this is a rip off. They making money off y'all call. <laughs> hundred and fifty dollars a week. Uh, no, 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 no. They send you a notice, and then you have to keep putting money on. And Tasha says, "Mommy, I want ice cream every day." <laughs> she goes, "Yes, what? Tasha. Yes." Baby, she eat in the morning yeah. too. So your yeah, baby gets... in prison. You got to put money on her book. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yeah, we're yep. getting out at three today. But she's an athlete, so Mama she eats. I'm sure she has a hearty appetite, a yeah. healthy appetite. She, she does. She's yeah. an athlete, definitely. Yeah. Right, right. Uh-huh. Tommy, do you have to do that? I don't know what Jack could do. I just, I just <laughs> give her the money, man. Lunch That's was way different. We my lunch special was forty five cent a day. What the? See, <laughs> right there. Yeah. And then what was your favorite food day when you Cheeseburger were in school? Cheeseburger day. Ooh, that was another no. cheeseburger day. day. It's a good day. <sighs> no. Friday morning, that pancake uh-huh. was off the chain on Friday morning, mm. and that hot oh, syrup. Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh uh-uh. uh. Friday. We didn't have breakfast food. No, we didn't do breakfast. We didn't have it. We, we had just there for lunch. Yeah, Eat your cereal and go on out yeah. the door. That was cool. Did what y'all about? have them white donuts with that pot on it? Yes. No, we bought them at the store. We had too. cookies, peanut butter cookies, wow. butter cookies. Ooh, with chocolate milk. cookies. Yeah, with chocolate milk. The big, thick kind, though. Yeah, them was good. Yes. <laughs> Y'all don't have that no more. How much was your lunch, Junior? $2.50. We the star. For the week? <laughs> no, we the star. $2.50. fifty was for the week. Yeah. <laughs> One damn meal, two fifty. You know how many robberies would have been in my school? <laughs> they would jump. They'd have been jacking teachers in that parking lot. <laughs> Give me a check so I can eat. <laughs> okay. Man, if I couldn't have that honey bun, I wasn't no good. Oh, what about a honey pizza, bun though? Did, did you all have stuff like pizza? Yeah. Ooh. Oh. My yeah, we had pizza at our school. It wasn't good. Black people don't know how to make pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Not back in 71. What was wrong with that the pizza, Steve? What was wrong with it? They didn't know. <laughs> no cheese, no sauce. Wow, what? what number? Just dough, tomato paste. <laughs> you didn't recognize the meat. You could you could see the cheese laying on it. It was individual. Shredded cheese, it wasn't melted. Man, they ain't know how to make no pizza at our school. All right, coming up, it's Steve Harvey and his closing remarks. You don't want to miss it at 49 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Here we are, Steve. Last break of the day. Last break of the week, we talked about millionaires and uh, how they live their lives and they surround themselves with positivity and positive people. And I think you definitely agreed with that in your life yeah. and how you live your life. <clears throat> you know, it's, it's, it's hard to do for us as people sometimes because we suffer from guilt. But you've got to cultivate the garden. You've got to prune the tree. You've got to extract the bad energy around you. And sometimes, sometimes this is family and friends. And I'm sorry, but that's the way it works. 
Just because they're your family member does not mean they're good for you. Just because this person is your so-called friend, these so-called friends are friends when the sun is shining. These so-called friends are sometimes good in certain situations. They're not good for you as a whole. You've got to cultivate the garden. You've got to prune the tree. You've got to, you've got to rid yourself of people who are not like-minded. And that's a big part of it. The like-mindedness helps you with surrounding yourself with the same attitude. Does that help, Shirley? Absolutely, that helps. I mean, you know, there's an old saying, birds of a feather flock together, all of that, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, with and, and this world, you need that because there's so much hate out there, you know. You don't want to and, deal and with people that. don't understand and we get stuck with our relatives sometimes oh, and we yeah. get stuck with our so-called friends because you're paying loyalty to the term of friendship mm-hmm. yeah. yeah when actually the friendship is supposed to mean something but how many times have you found that your friends do not honor the code of friendship oh or so how much. many so times much, man. so, so much. now yeah. you've got to recognize that that loyalty has an expiration date Wow. And oftentimes, it's the people around you have stopped being loyal to you long before you ever considered not being loyal to them. Yeah, and I just want my friend Steve to be as happy for me when good things happen as I am Mm -hmm. genuinely for them when good things happen in their life. And if they're not, you need some new friends. And it's okay. I just want because to. I have friends in my life that were just for a season of time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, we was cool back then when we was doing this, that, and that. Mm-hmm. But at this level right here, man, some of them I can't expose. Now, I still got some friends I grew up with, man, I can bring around me. Mm-hmm. We can go places. We can chop it up. Mm-hmm. But I got some friends, man, I had to let go. Them dudes wasn't, they wasn't ready for this here. Yeah. And you know what? You mentioned something earlier, Steve, about guilt. You know, a lot of times that holds us back because we feel guilty, you know. By letting them go. Yeah, by letting them go. And guilty when we don't help them, you know what I'm saying? Because Mm -hmm. you can't help them all. The other thing that Steve says a lot is that sometimes we take stuff off of our friends and families that we wouldn't normally take from a stranger, and we just let it go on and on and on. Yeah. And you just have to get in that mindset that it's time to go. It is just time to go. In the hood, Mm -hmm. there's a saying, you got to keep it real. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You got to mm-hmm. keep it real. Mm-hmm. You Man, don't forget where you come from. Oh, yeah. You know, all this right here. Hey, man, don't, don't, don't forget about us now. Yeah. You know, now you think you all that. No, no. Listen to me. You're supposed to keep it moving. But you know what, Uncle? I'm You're always... You're supposed to keep it moving. I'm guilty of making my friends and family problem my problem. You know, oh, yeah, we all we do all that. Are, yeah. We all do that. Everybody does that. We take on way too much. And it's not your responsibility. You are not responsible for another man who is responsible for his family. Wow. That's not your job, man. You are in charge of your family, your wife, and your kids. That's your number one priority. Everybody else is a distant third and fourth. A distant, and me helping you can't take away from my family and something they gotta have. I can't deny my children access to great programming, trying to help your child get out of jail. Hmm. Now hold up now, whoa, 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 partner. I can't help you make your house note if it's gonna cause my house note to be delinquent. 
it, it, it now doesn't make any sense. that's keeping it real, Steve. That's real. That is it, keeping it, it real. It doesn't make any sense. But people use manipulation and guilt mm-hmm. to hold you to a set of things that's only beneficial to them. And it's amazing how they, how they change the narrative to get you to feel guilty about what the decision that you made. It's ridiculous, man. Stop allowing people to do that to you. If you're constantly finding yourself having to explain yourself to your friends, Mm. excuse them for something they said, always aiding them, you need some new friends. And it's okay to get some new friends. You just got to stop being a friend. Pull back. You ain't got to snatch your head out the lion's mouth. Sometimes you just got to ease it out. Slowly stop. Let a couple phone calls come through that you don't return. Just try it. The message starts getting in. Just don't answer a couple of texts. I got a better one for you. Change your number and then send it to just who you want to have. Okay. Man, I'm telling you. That takes care of that. Thank you. A lot of people. Yeah. We did the closing remarks that way today. We did the closing remarks and like mm-hmm. a question period. Kind of helps me get some thoughts, thought starters. Maybe that'll help somebody. Pretty sure a lot of you out there dealing with some of these same things. So keep your head up. God loves you. Don't forget to talk to God. He'd love to hear from you. And uh, y'all have a great weekend. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 